Welcome to Hey Sunshine, the podcast where all of you is welcome. There's no topic too taboo and no topic too woo-woo. These conversations are about inspiring you to open up your mind, your mind's eye, and your heart to all the magic the world has to offer. I'm your host, Shani Timms, so join me today as we dive into another episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode. Today is going to be a bit of a rapid fire episode. We are jamming on all things productiv- productivity and efficiency. So I used to want to be a productivity queen. I was all about how much can I get done in this amount of time? Let's fucking go. Let's get it done. Uh, being a projector in human design, I am all about being efficient. And I think this has been the real shift for me. And especially this is what I want to bring into this year. I want to call in more efficiency over productivity. I've really been processing and reflecting lately on the idea of both and what they both mean and which one I really want to cultivate and work with in 2024. So productivity is really like the amount of work we can get done in a certain amount of time. It's like, What's the output? How quickly can we get things done? How much can I get done in said hour or day or whatever it might be as your time frame? Whereas when we think about it from an efficiency lens, it's like, how well do we use that time? How well are we using our resources within this time frame to get a certain level of quality of work done? So really like the main difference for me, productivity is about the quantity, the output, And efficiency is about the quality of the work that we're getting done and how well we are using that time. So next time you're sitting down to work, instead of being like, okay, let's pump it out, let's smash it out, let's get all this shit done. And I want to say there's a time and place for that. Maybe if you're doing the washing, if you're doing house chores and whatever, fine, be productive, be productive, go for it. But when we're coming to work, when when we're in our zone of genius, we don't want to be just like pumping shit out for the sake of it. We don't want to be like forcing posts out and just getting something out and, you know, hoping for the best. We want to come from a lens of quality work. We're being efficient with the time that we have. We're using our time well. We're using our resources well. So when you're sitting down to do your work, think about how much time do I want to allocate to this? What's my intention with the work that I'm doing? How could I improve the quality of this by 1% or 5%, 10% each time, each post, each email? And how can I really add more value to the work that I'm doing? And how can I really use this time efficiently? So tips on being more efficient. I love this. I love a strategy. I love a step-by-step process. I love little hacks. So here are some hacks that can really help you be more efficient in 2024. So we're really looking to create a space of deep focus. So think to your office at home or your workspace, like what does it look like? Do you actually enjoy being in there? Do you enjoy the space? Does it reflect like who you are and like a space that you want to work in? Does it look beautiful? Does it have plants in it? Does it feel nourishing? Do you have a comfy chair? This, I know you're probably thinking it's more aesthetic and more vibey, but it's like this does help us be more efficient because when we're in a space we love, that we've anchored to work, we've anchored to being efficient, we've anchored to really working and making the most use out of our time. That's the energy we're going to cultivate when we're in that space. Whereas if you have an office that is a fucking ship fight and you've got stuff everywhere and it's like 
it doesn't inspire a sense of calm and creativity, we're not going to want to be there. We're not going to want to spend our time there. We're not going to be inspired when we're in the space. So really just considering what's the space you want to create for your zone of, you know, genius, your zone of work. And then the next one is really like time blocking your tasks and time blocking your calendar. So, you know, a lot of schools of thought for efficiency and productivity is like, okay, actually like diarizing different tasks. So say you've got a client project, like, is it just on a task list or does it go in your calendar to then say, need to get this done at this time? When it's in the calendar, it's more likely to get done. You're going to be reminded, it's going to pop up and you're going to actually have a time block for it rather than it's just on your list and you're like, oh yeah, whatever, I'll just get to that whenever. And then we're using, the next one is really using deep work principles. So I think you guys, maybe if you've been following along for a while, you'll know that there is a podcast that I've done on deep work and it has been such an impactful a principle to bring into the way that I work. So go back to that episode, have a listen, but I'll give you a short summary here. So deep work is really carving out a time and this can be in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, whatever is it for you. But this is your time of like deep, undistracted zone of genius focus work. Like this is like flow state work. And there's a few things I kind of do to set up that, uh, but check out the episode. But when we create deep work time, we're one, utilizing the time where our energy is feeling the best for work. So for me, that's in the morning. Um, that's like before anything, before I've checked my phone, before whatever, um, before I have breakfast, before I've spoken to anyone apart from probably Blake. That's the time because I am in my peak energy. I'm in my flow state. I haven't opened any mental tabs in my brain. I'm like, okay, I'm on here. And then... This is something that um, is really cool. And I tell a lot of my clients to do this if they've got a real sort of scatterbrain or they've got so many ideas. When you're on task on a, you know, a project or a client project or whatever, if you have a lot of ideas that come up, sometimes we're like, oh, I don't want to forget that idea. I'll just action it now. Start a little journal and you can have a journal literally dedicated to this, but start just jotting down the ideas in there and then come back to it or schedule time to come back to it uh, to actually action that. Because like you might be working on an epic project and you're like, oh, I've got to pay that person or, you know, I've got to send that person an email. If you break your chain of focus and you go and do the task and then you come back, like you've lost your flow state, you've lost your creative streak. So having this journal means that we can take five seconds, write it down and then come back and be on task. So if you've got a scatterbrain, definitely try that out. And then you also might want to consider getting a phone lockbox or popping your phone in another room when you work. So I don't know about you guys, but when my phone's in front of me, even if I don't need to check it, if I see it, I'll be like, oh, who's messaged or who, who's popped through, you know, um, or maybe I'll check Instagram. It's like that is a portal into distractions. Even just seeing it makes you think, oh, what should it, did I send that message to that person? Or maybe I'll call my mom. <laughs> so get it out of your, get it out of your line of sight, pop it in another room or pop it in a phone lockbox. Blake and I got one, I think just on eBay, they're like 40, 50 bucks, but really, really um, useful. They've got like a little timer on the top. It's a little glass box. So you can kind of pop that in the cupboard when you're not using it, but yeah, very beneficial. And then also you can look at using a timer um, or breaking your work into blocks. So I think they call this like the tomato timer or the comandero timer. Uh, So you can choose your time frame. So it could be like 
you know, you might do four 25-minute blocks with a five-minute break in between. Or you might set your timer on your phone and put it in another room for like an hour and then your timer goes off and you can go and check it. Almost like a mini treat. I know that's bad, but it works. So think about how you can kind of play and gamify using time to your advantage. And especially if you've got a lot of work to do or a lot of tasks to kind of get through, just like time blocking and time chunking things. So it doesn't feel like you're just sitting down for four hours. Like, no, you're sitting down for, you know, however many blocks of 30 minutes or 25 minutes. And then really being intentional with the time. So if we're coming from that lens of efficiency, it's like, how can I be the most efficient with this time that I have? So setting an intention, it could be like writing it on a post-it note or, you know, writing it at the top of your page. Even when I'm writing an Instagram post, I'll be like, what's my intention with this Instagram post? Why am I doing this? Like, what's the intention behind this? And this is really, really helpful because it just creates a bit of like, it's like when you go bowling, right? And you're in the bowling lane, instead of just like throwing it down without the barriers and just hoping for the best, we're putting the barriers up. We're creating a bit of an intention, a bit of structure to the way we're doing things. And it just helps guide the, you know, metaphorical bowling ball down the lane. So give these ones a go. Let me, uh, let me know if any of these really land for you. Um, if, they are, if you're doing them and you're implementing them and you're loving them, let me know. And I just want to add another one in here as well, is like when you're not feeling it, don't force it. Now, this probably goes against any advice you've been told about just like sit down and lock yourself in a room and get, get shit done, et cetera. I'm a, a big believer if you're not feeling it, don't force it. People can feel when you force something out. People can feel when it's just a post for the sake of a post or an email for the sake of an email. Now, yes, if it's been a week and you've sat down every day to try and do something, maybe there's a bit of sabotage going on. Maybe there's a block there. But like come back to it in an hour, come back to it in, you know, half a day, a day, sleep on it and then see what happens to your creativity. In the Green Room Mastermind, we kind of came up with this concept last year of like creativity is like a shit, like you can't force it. You know, you've really got to wait for it to come because you know that it's going to like come through with ease and grace and it's going to feel so much better when you don't force it. And people can tell, people can tell when you're forcing a shit, your face is screwed up and like blah, blah, blah. Anyway, graphic, graphic example, but you guys get the gist. If you're not feeling it, don't force it. Let it flow. So that was a short one for today. I hope you enjoyed it and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into Hey Sunshine. I'm so grateful you're coming along on this journey with me. If you've loved this episode, be sure to hit subscribe and share it with a friend or two. If you want to stay in touch, head to shani.tims on Instagram and say hey.